0: Of the Atomic Geeks of Podcast. My name is Dave, and joining me tonight are the two broke geeks, Matt and Justin. Hello. Howdy. Uh, we usually do a geek out on Thursday nights, but tonight we thought we'll scrap the geek out for another night because it's Batman v Superman week. And, you know, whenever a DC or Wonder Brothers property comes out, Marvel has to trump it. So we'll trump DC by talking all about Daredevil. Yes. Uh, we're going to just do a season two kind of reaction wrap up type thing. Uh, we all have binge watched all 13 episodes. Oh,
1: um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how we, uh, let's just talk. Let's just discuss the season. I don't, I don't have sure. anything in mind. Sure. We don't need to, to make it too, too official here. I, it's tough to match or exceed what you do the first time around when season one was such a success. And I think it surprised a lot of people how good season one was. Yes. Season two started off extremely strong for me. Mm hmm. And, yeah. and then faded. Yep. And then hit me again at the end.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. The end kind of ticked me off a little bit, but we'll
0: talk about that yeah, maybe when we get that far. Let's work our way there first. Yep. First, all credit where credits due. John Bernthal. I had no doubts, but uh, it was in episode three. I stopped seeing John Bernthal from Walking Dead and started seeing Frank Castle. And yep, like, that was the. That was like the best episode of this. That was like my favorite
1: episode of the season. And I had to yeah. just to watch that whole progression of him like really <laughs> knowing what Frank Castle's really all about and his uh, like how he di- deals with crime versus uh, Daredevil.
2: Yeah, that last scene in episode three where they're sitting in the graveyard is just fantastic.
0: <laughs> was yeah. that episode three in the graveyard? Uh, I thought that or was, was that weird. number. I think that was four. No, three. Was that four? four? Yeah, that's later when he
1: breaks uh, Frank out from the Irish Kitchen.
0: Yeah, that's four. Three is three ends oh. with with the uh, extended yeah, yeah. the extended corridor fight, which ends up being like a three floor yeah.
2: fight. Yep, the one down the stairway. You're yeah. right. You're right. Which, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the next episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, which was still equally good. Uh, the two two episodes that get pointed out most are those two.
2: Yep, those are excellent.
0: Uh, I like yeah. how I like how number episode three is called New York's Finest. I don't know if that's a nod to like the world's finest because this is officially Punisher versus Daredevil. So, mm-hmm. and then and then Penny and Dime was the next one. Yep,
2: that's the one I was thinking of.
0: Uh, where yeah, we we kind of we where you think you're saying goodbye. Where
2: he apprehends Frank Castle.
0: Yeah, and you feel like that's maybe the end because you know if you think about TV shows, maybe that's the first arc, and then they're moving on. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you thought maybe he'll come back later, but you know his story doesn't end there. But then they introduce Electra. Oh, that was my least favorite part of the season. Oh, but she was so Same here. she was so like uh, I wanted her to be awesome because <laughs> she looked great. I wanted her too, but like I know Frank Miller said
1: at one point that yeah. this was not Electra that they were putting on the screen, and the whole thing about her like pissed me off because. Yeah, she's, like, the daughter of, like, a Greek ambassador, but she never was, like, big on money and mm-hmm. using her money. She was all about just being a vigilante and not, not like, to the point of murdering everybody that she, like, getting off on everyone being murdered.
0: But just, she, like, oh, it was, oh, it was so, I was so angry with her. Wasn't she more of an assassin than a vigilante, though?
1: Yeah, she was more of an, oh yeah, she was more of an assassin, but like, I don't, like, they don't really, she, like, her, when she was early on, she did most of the hunting and, like, murdering, Mm -hmm. like, near the beginning of her time, and then, oh, especially when she was with the hand, and later on, meeting Matt, uh, Daredevil does the whole, like, you shouldn't kill people kind of deal, but this is, like, the way they built this is, like, it's, like, she couldn't, there was no way for her to go, uh in terms of like character development she was just stuck in her ways of like this is who
0: i am sorry well they gave her that arc of trying to redeem her uh being that like stick was kind of programming her sort of and yeah and then they then they showed the flashback of her as a child and she's just like just like just all rage
1: yeah and yeah i mean it, they gave a good purpose behind it yeah I just I don't know. I just felt it was not very well executed.
2: Well, and the thing that bothered me most about the Electra storyline, and I know it's like part of the character, and it's it's the fact that, boy, this season tried really hard to make me hate Matt Murdock. <laughs> and I – it's a weird thing when they're very clearly trying to make you not like the person that you're supposed to like, and that drove me a little bit crazy. Hmm. Because I think Matt made a lot of poor choices this season.
0: I would agree. Especially sure. when it
2: came to Electra, And, you know, it, he really hurt it, literally every single person he cared about. He, he, you know, abandoned Foggy and Karen and he just... Oh, boy. By the end of this season, I was not – especially in the very last episode when he says, let's just run away together and he's ready to give up New York and Foggy and Karen and just – I'm just, just – oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so See, mad.
1: The, that whole – that whole Electra – I mean I like the idea that they were able to introduce the hand and the way they were building it up made me feel that the next season – was going to revolve around shadowland which is when the hand uh basically like where daredevil agrees to lead the hand uh and be there and in the in the tv show it's called the dark sky or black sky but in the actual like comic books it's called the beast which is the supernatural being that needs a human host kind of deal and daredevil gives himself up To be the be to be the host of the beast, I I thought that's where it was going to progress to. What it might still with Elektra, but it the whole thing made me feel like he was going to do the whole "I don't care about anyone, like this is who I am," and then go bad for the next season. Which then you would have like the Punisher and whoever else try to save him.
0: Well, who saves him in the original storyline in the comic book storyline? Isn't it? uh, I can't remember. I think it's Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Like Ghost Rider a, Ghost Rider plays a
1: huge role in it, along with, uh, even though he's dead, but they like, it resurrect Bullseye. And, uh, uh I think, I think Punisher played a role
0: in that. I'm going to look it up. I just read about it when I was, you know, while I was watching it, I was looking up the hand and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shadowland was
1: a great kind of arc to, for you to kind of see, uh, the uh the darker side of Matt Murdoch mm-hmm. and and that's where i would that's i still think that's kind of where it's going but it's kind of switching roles and using electra instead okay and i don't know if i'm okay with that <laughs>
2: um yeah i don't know i'm fine they definitely left a very open end for the next season or possibly even for the defenders um which is cool because you know they do the we thing where they Fist, do the setup.
1: Was that? Oh, that would be yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at the thing right now. Big players. The the big players were in it were of course Luke Cage and mm-hmm. Iron Fist, but also
0: Moon Knight. <clears throat> I have Iron wow. Fist was able to heal him using the Chi Punch. Yeah, but yeah, I got Spider Man, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Misty Knight, Moon Knight, Shang Chi. Uh, Wolverine, Lady Bullseye was there. I didn't know there was a Lady Bullseye.
2: <laughs> Me <laughs> yeah, either. Anyway, it was in
0: the
1: era of like there. There was like the era of like every dude person had like a female counterpart.
0: Oh right, like Lady Hawkeye or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Like Misty Night was supposed to be like the female version of, uh, I think Iron Fist. Mm.
2: Yeah, Misty Knight is well. I remember her from the Civil Sword. War storyline, but I think we're getting way off track at that point because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was not even in
0: this series. Right, right. All right. Well, let's talk about the three mainstays. You've already touched on on Matt Murdock and Daredevil's kind of progression, and I liked I like that Punisher broke his help, his mask, and yeah. he had like a makeshift yeah. like sewed down through the middle until till the dude got up gave him a new one.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: Um, oh, Melvin.
2: Yeah. Melvin Potter.
0: Well, let's talk a little about Foggy. I think Foggy, in the episode with the hospital, when he had to talk down those two guys that were fighting each other, Yeah, I-, <clears throat> I thought that was great. And I really found myself rooting for Foggy all year, whereas last year, he kind of got on my nerves. Last season, this year, I was all about Foggy. I was, too. I
1: think this, yeah, yeah this was very much like, this season was kind of a progression to make foggy more independent uh this time around so he's not like relying on murdoch yeah so and and which is why like i kind of agree like i was not super i was not a, he did annoy me a little bit last season but this season because he was more of a big player instead of just like cast to the side that it kind of made him more important
0: yeah more likeable re- he really gets to shine, especially when, you know, during the trial of Frank Castle and right. And that's what
2: I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Matt Murdoch, making me really mad it's because <laughs> foggy, I mean, yeah, it, it allowed foggy to kind of come into his own, but you know, I spent a lot of the season feeling really bad for him because yeah. you know, he wasn't
1: his best friend won't show up. He's doing superhero things and not so hooking up, supposedly hooking up with their secretary. <laughs>
2: Right, and so he's, like, kind of left there on his own, and it's like, oh, why? You know, and I did like him. Like you said, Dave, he, he was less whiny. He was a lot stronger, and, oh, man, I did. I really enjoyed watching him this season, and uh, what's his name that plays him? Ellen, Elon, what the heck is that guy's Elden, first name? El- Eldon, Elden.
0: that's his first name. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, I thought he was excellent.
0: <laughs> uh, Eldon Henson. Uh- Eldon. Yeah, I knew it was like a weird Fult- e first name. Fulton Reed from the Mighty Ducks. Yep. Yeah. He, he gave us a good knuckle puck in this the season. A knuckle puck. <laughs> I, I really, <laughs> yeah, you root for him all season long. And then the swerve, I mean, you know, doesn't need to be said anymore, but spoilers. Uh, we got Carrie Ann Moss's character came from Jessica Jones to offer him a job at the end of the season.
2: That surprised yeah. the heck out of me. I was like, it took me a second to process because I thought I remembered her dying and then I <laughs> remembered, oh no, what?
0: No, pretty, I pretty knew- nearly.
2: Yeah, that's what I – and then I was like, Doing oh, no, wait, close. she survived. Right. It took me a second because I was like, wait, she died – oh, wait, no, she survived just like,
0: barely. Like her ex, like, stabs her a bunch of times or something.
2: A bunch, yeah. That's what I was remembering yeah. that stabbing scene. So I was just really surprised to see her and then I was like, oh, wait, she survived that.
0: And then her very attractive assistant slash girlfriend saved her. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's right. I yeah. forgot
0: that. That was the part I forgot. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about Karen. Uh, Karen was annoying in the first season, although she's kind of like, we're supposed to follow She's like, we're supposed to follow her through the season. Like she doesn't know who daredevil is and she's a victim to begin with, but she's fighting back and she wants to do right. And she's got this past and all this, all this stuff. And then this season, she's kind of a secretary, kind of a lawyer, kind of a journalist now. Like, yeah, what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I kind of. She, she's still kind of an, I mean, she's still kind of annoyed me in this season. Like, I didn't mind her too much, but this season was like, she just seemed kind of annoying and like trying to find trouble, like mm-hmm. too much trouble.
0: I get her trying to take up the mantle of, of, of Ben Urich. I get that. And that was a great little nod when they had the desk and everything. And she took his office and I Mm -hmm. I like, you know, his presence was definitely missed through the season, but at the same time, she's not a Ben Urich replacement (laughs) by any means. Like what, what made her, first of all, what made her uh, skilled enough to be a journalist where this guy is just aside from trying to probably sleep with her, giving her a job. I, yeah,
1: I that's like all I could really think of. I'm like, there's no, there's no other way this could go about because it's just like I can't see him being like, hey, you're a victim. Why would you come right for us?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, her progr- – no, it makes a little bit of sense based on her progression from season – I mean her entire role in season one was trying to dig up information on Wilson Fisk and – um her entire arc for this season was trying to dig up information on Frank Castle and in basically that is the what what uh, what uh, qualifies her to write I don't know but she's definitely a decent investigator the way they've set her up
0: well then she could go work for Jessica Jones
2: right she could <laughs> and, right right she could but I get, and the whole little speech thing she wrote, or the the article the, she was writing at the end was not good.
1: So. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that was, that was, well, I don't even know what that was. Yeah,
0: so. She's telling people I, to be in New York, like be. B. New York or B. Hell's Kitchen. Well,
2: not even B. New York. (laughs) Right. B. Hell's Kitchen. It's like, is this newspaper only circulated within a couple blocks? Because Hell's (laughs) Kitchen is only like, what, 10 blocks long and like six blocks wide or something like that? I I can't can't remember exactly. It's a very small portion of New York City.
0: It must be because there's been no mention of this guy that controls mines killing a bunch of people or – uh, vice versa. Like, they're in Hell's Kitchen, both of them, and there was no mention of the the, right. the, the Night was, of Fire last season when Jessica Jones. Yeah.
2: That is the hilarious part of this show to me. Not because it's bad, but it's because it's like they are very focused on this very specific neighborhood. To, like I said, to the point where her article was like, you are Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is your home. It's like... I think this New York Bulletin newspaper must only reach a couple city blocks, and then <laughs> and then
0: Peter Parker s- swoops in and takes a, an article, a, a page, and reads it and laughs and throws a Daily Bugle on somebody's yeah. on somebody's porch.
2: Right, but I mean, no, I mean overall, yeah, Karen is, uh, eh, I mean, <laughs> it was she's fine. Like I don't hate her. No, uh, I mean I
0: like the actress. Darren Wool is a great actress. It's not. I mean, it's just the there's just little to do with her and then they, they give her so much. Yeah. yeah. So, that yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they take her next. I guess they could go the dark way of, you know, the actual comic book characters path, but I, I kind of don't see that anymore now that she's kind of got this new role in life. And yeah, I mean, eventually the, the band gets back together. You'd have to assume as far as, Foggy and and Murdoch, or Nelson and Murdoch. Yeah. Maybe not. That'll
1: probably be like the end of season three.
0: Yeah. But who knows? We don't know when we're getting this Defenders thing, or if we're going to get Daredevil season three before that happens. Who knows? Yeah.
2: I'm betting Daredevil season three will be about the same time next year.
0: Do you think we'd get a third season before like a season one of Iron Fist?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's I possible. think – yeah, I'm thinking this series is proving popular enough that they'll jump right on it.
0: And we're getting a season two of Jessica Jones. Ugh. Yeah, then the first <laughs> season of Luke Cage starts. Yeah, Luke there, Cage starts later this year, yep. November, I yeah. Think October, yeah, they're filming now. October,
2: yeah. Well, there was a trailer for it at the end of Daredevil.
0: Yeah, a little teaser, which was, which yeah. was pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. The, the whole having to buy new clothes thing line was pretty funny. Yep. Uh, but he does, uh, speaking of Luke Cage, since we brought him up, he gets a mention by the Night Nurse, if you want to call her that, Claire Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She mentions that she's had to take care of some another another hero guy who is a lot stronger than, quote unquote, their friend. Yeah, that's
2: what got her her punishment for yeah. working in the... Yeah, because she let him go or whatever.
0: Yeah, the punishment of, like non stop working <laughs> like she's yeah, not i know not allowed to leave i think it's illegal
1: yeah it is pretty,
0: yeah pretty much she like, apparently <laughs> lived there
2: she's right. a, yeah she's an indentured servant
0: <clears throat> right unless maybe she's just strict strictly working like the er or the clinic and that's it like she can't do yeah she
2: probably my guess is it's probably like the punishment
0: that uh cuddy gave house where <laughs> He right. had to put in a certain
2: number of hours and clinic 20. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that seems to be the punishment on every doctor show, like Scrubs and stuff like that. Yep. So she was probably just stuck in the ER. I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume it's the same for Grey's Anatomy. I've never watched it. Don't know. But mm, yeah. uh, Claire Temple, her progression. I actually kind of thought maybe there was a little electricity between her and Foggy, which was kind of funny. Yeah, I was feeling that too. I think that will be like a. I think that might become a thing. Maybe, but I feel like, well, you know, again, spoiler by the end of the season, she's gone. She's <laughs> she quits because mm-hmm. the hospital isn't about helping people; it's about covering things up and making money. Yeah, because the hand with their children of the corn, uh, <laughs> which I thought was that part was weird. <laughs> it was unexpected, but awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like it looked I, kind yeah. of.
2: <laughs> excuse me i kind of missed a little bit of that episode because my wife came home in the middle of it and was telling me about her day and so i was like wait there's zombie kids what is going on here
0: yeah well they're like uh, the sacrifices for the dark sky yeah, yeah they're they're yeah just giving themselves up and i mean there is a a, a sense of immortality because of nobu mm-hmm. keeps dying <laughs>
2: yeah he's not gonna come back this time
1: uh yeah no i don't think so <laughs> watch uh, it just be like a severed head just rolling around
2: would be the head from reanimator <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah all right uh was oh yeah claire temple so yeah she ends up leaving and i, I think we all know uh, i don't know if you if you do or not but officially she's going to bro- uh where does where does luke cage take place is it brooklyn
2: uh, I think it's
0: Brooklyn. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where he went. He left. He took off. He's he had enough of of Al's kitchen after all that Jessica Jones jazz. Yep. So yeah, I, I think yeah, they're moving on to to Brooklyn. Probably. Where that's you, fine. Trouble won't follow them. Oh, Harlem, Harlem,
2: <laughs> Harlem. Gotcha. Yeah, and
1: supposedly he's might be meeting. Uh, Danny Rand, aka Iron Fist. But I'm not sure.
2: That's my guess. Well, they have hired Iron yeah, Fist. Yeah, so they've I'm announced sure he's going to show up. Yeah, I'm
0: sure he's going to show up. They announced that casting pretty early, and that typically means they're probably going to make an appearance.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, can't say so.
0: And they did ha- cast somebody to play Misty Knight in Luke Cage. By the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. She. Uh, her name is Simone Missick. She has been in Ray Donovan, and that's about it.
2: (laughs) I've never seen that show, so yeah,
0: I've never seen that either. Only one episode, so this is like her big thing. This will be her big, her Mm. her her one episode and a bunch of stuff, and that's it. Cool. So yeah, hopefully she'll be she'll be cool. Uh, I don't know much about Misty Knight, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're way off track again. (laughs) Yes, we are. We keep coming back to
2: Misty Knight.
0: Yeah, weird. It all comes back. All right, so we talked a little bit. (laughs) Cool. <laughs> we talked a little bit about Punisher, but we could talk about his arc, I guess. So yeah, let's do it. All right. We got the origin story. Eventually we find out that his, his kids and his wife are killed in a gang war or what we thought was a gang war mm-hmm. between three, three gangs. Is it, is it three? It was the accuser, the dog. It was uh, dogs the, the, child, motorcycle the,
1: gang? Guy, the uh, Mexican, cart- Mexican cartel and the dogs of hell,
0: and the right. Irish, and the Irish, yeah, right, yeah, right. You're no, not the Yakuza; they left. Yeah, they weren't well, well supposedly, yeah. Sure. But in all reality, it was all set up by one person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the what was, district attorney was it the district? Well, well, she, no, it, well, no, it was supposed to be a sting, but right, no, it was all the set a sting up, to try to find the blacksmith. Yeah, the blacksmith.
2: Yeah, it was a, that was a uh, very complicated storyline. <laughs> like, not that that was a bad thing, but boy. <laughs>
0: I'll be, I'll be honest when they showed, uh, who's the dude that, I, I forgot his name already. The guy that played the blacksmith, um, uh, I will find it. Uh, the guy from Lost. The guy, who played blacksmith? the guy that played what? Because I don't think they actually got the blacksmith.
1: I think they just had a guy who like said no. he was the, was forced to say he was the blacksmith.
2: Yeah, they didn't actually show the blacksmith, right?
0: Oh, it didn't end up being that yeah. dude? The dude that stood up Yo, for I... No,
2: No. No the have... guy he found on the boat was not the blacksmith. Oh no
0: no no, not yeah, not not him. Um oh, are, the you, are you talking about Tom Cl-
2: uh Tom uh, Clancy Yeah, Fancy Brown? Fancy Brown, yeah. Oh, was he no, the, Blacks- he the no, blacksmith? No, no, he wasn't the blacksmith either. Okay,
0: all right, I got, I got confused here.
2: Justin, you're cutting out.
0: Am I? Yeah, there a little got. bit. Now you're good. Now you're
1: good. Yay. Now you're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. That? It's all right. Okay.
2: No, we we sure. were just saying that, no, that I don't think that commander guy was the blacksmith,
0: though.
1: No, I think he just tried to do the setup to try and get the Punisher
0: killed. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it, it led to the Punisher finding his cache of, of weapons and his, uh, his bulletproof vest that he got <laughs> to customize. Yep. yep. <laughs> called it, Matt. I totally called it. I know it. you did. <clears throat> yeah. No,
2: Would, I like... Well, oh, he called it because I was saying that it's a really, really petty thing, but it made me mad that the Punisher had the skull vest for all of two seconds in a shot that you couldn't even really see him. On the roof? Yeah. I was like, you know, I get them building up an entire season to Daredevil's costume to make it make sense, but... They didn't need to take an entire season to build up to a skull like Mm -hmm. I could go to Walmart right now and buy a shirt with a skull on it. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) all right. So let's. Okay. so he goes to jail at one point yep and because because he gets past the message by the bailiff and all of a sudden he's like yeah i did it i'll do it again i'll kill everybody (laughs) he's just like he's like oh all right and then uh it just builds up to this moment that i kept hearing all the haters on twitter oh you know what this season needs i mean he's gone but we need wilson fisk he's not Uh, here i'm like you're only in like five up seven episodes so far give it give it a chance (laughs) right and then episode eight boom there he is I was so excited. I love the showdown between.
1: That whole progression of like how the king, like what the Kingpin did for in the prison is just amazing.
0: Yeah. How he's running things like, (laughs) yeah, you don't see it until like, you know, a little later when you see that. Yeah. He runs that place and then how he got that power. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, and that whole thing was lifted. I mean, I'm sure it was lifted from somewhere in the six one six universe as well. But I'm just remembering um, a couple issues of ama- of uh, Ultimate Spider Man, the comic book, where uh, they focus on Wilson Fisk in prison, and it's amazing. He's just you know he sits at a table all by himself, and two guys stand in front of his table. And, you know, anybody that tries to approach him, they're like, you cannot approach Mr. Fisk and stuff like that. And so I'm watching Daredevil. And he's in the prison with basically just his two lackeys. And I'm like, yep, this is exactly <laughs> a perfect depiction of these scenes of Kingpin running the prison from Ultimate Spider. And like I said, I'm sure it's in the 616. I just can't remember it anywhere. I'm yeah. just remembering Ultimate
0: Spider-Man because I reread the whole run recently. So. Both both of his lackeys guarding his cell where he's sitting way too close to that flat screen TV. Yeah, yeah he really was. And, I mean, couldn't he get a bigger one? I mean, I know it's jail, but (coughs) he does run the place.
2: (coughs) I liked him (coughs) outside in the yard, like, bench pressing a
0: huge amount of weight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad they showed that, because I would hope that wasn't missed after season one, but he's supposed to be, like, ridiculously strong.
2: Right, yeah, and they showed that a little bit in season one, obviously, with him, like, manhandling people and throwing them around and decapitating them with car doors, but just him out in the yard pushing, like... Four forty-five. I could do the math real quick, but it looked like there was like four forty-five pound plates on each side of the of the bar. That's a lot of weight to be moving around.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Later in the season, when Matt Murdock goes to visit him, awesome. I loved it. Just like you could tell, like the restraint that Kingpin had, like when he was like bashing his face in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What what's interesting too is because he does he doesn't know it's Matt right? No, he just knows him. No, as- he doesn't. That's just the lawyer. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is he going to do to Daredevil? <laughs> like, I mean, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's the great. The other
2: thing I really loved uh, going back to Punisher though was like, Punisher is a character that I've always found a little not. Dull necessarily, but very one note and very flat. Like, I don't care much about the Punisher. But, man, there were some scenes with the Punisher in this season that I was like, I might cry a little bit right now <laughs> because they were doing some <laughs> really good stuff with him, I thought. And, you know, the the scene in the hospital where Karen's talking to him and he's, like, trying to remember. And he's like, the dishes. Did the dishes – were they on the table or did they make it to the sink, you know, and stuff like that? I'm like, oh, they're making me actually give <laughs> – I mean they
0: they ended up totally undoing it. But for like a few minutes, I was like,
2: man, they're actually making me care about Frank Castle.
0: Yeah, and that's obviously – I mean that's the only person that could do that would be Karen to get that out of him. No one else is going to be able to do that. Uh, right. So they had to use her for that and – it was cool to watch them kind of go back and forth together throughout. Like they were there together through the whole ride for his story. Yep. And then mm-hmm. then he kills the commander, and that pretty much ends that for her. <laughs>
2: like yeah, she. I thought at well, that, she finally p- realizes that he is like just a nut job. <laughs>
0: right, right. And it's at that point, like they had just talked. He had just talked to her about about Dar- about Matt Murdoch being. You know, being the one that's gonna hurt her because that's the the ones you love hurt you type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just thought when that happened and she's like sitting on the street or she like drops to her knees like on the street there by the by the forest. Like I'm like she's broken. This is it. This is what breaks her. And then nope, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm over it now. We're good. Right, right. <laughs> uh okay so yeah we also learned that stick kind of puppeteered Electra into Matt's life. Yeah. And yeah. And that, yeah, she was just there to get him away from like foggy essentially in school and stuff like that. I
1: really enjoy stick. Like I've grown to really like his character a lot, even though he is kind of a douche. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was another thing about the final episode when Matt's just like, all right, Stick, you did all these terrible things. Now let's just be friends again. I'm like, "Okay, sure.
0: Yeah. He he tries to kill (laughs) Electra and then, you know, openly mourns her with Matt. Yeah. It's like you you wanted her dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Guys, that last episode really made me (laughs) mad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're, gonna keep, we're gonna keep coming back to it but like this season was so good and then just that last episode I tell you. Yeah, well, it
1: tell yeah I was surprised cause I kind of thought we were gonna meet Stone in this season since he was brought since uh Stick was chatting with him when he leaves in the first season mm-hmm. so I was kind of waiting for him to show up and I was kind of a little sad that he didn't yeah yeah Right. He like plays like sort of like the opposite. He's he's like the partner of Stick, but he's kind of like it's like Stick is kind of more nimble. Stone's like this big like brick shit house.
0: <laughs> I thought might like that the dude the black dude that was with Stick was going to be a bigger role, but then no, they just killed him right away. Yeah, they yeah, just killed him right. Up. The dude, the weird dude from Hackers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd no, look that up. I but... kind of, I kind of want. I was kind of hoping that some of the lesser guys, like we would get like more, like maybe an episode of like a vigilante, like just a random like D list villain that just shows up out in the blue. I don't know. I was kind of hoping for something like that because you have Turk, uh, Turk, uh, Barrett, the guns dealer. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, he's a stilt man. And then you have Melvin, uh, the guy who builds everything for
0: uh, Melvin Potter. Yeah. Denver. Yeah. It's glad. Right. Yeah. I was, so just, I was, I was actually leading to Pat. I was going to lead to that. Do you think he'll ever become gladiator?
1: Uh, I kind of think he will. I think he's going to get to a point where I think he's going to get recruited by daredevil or someone to like help out. So like, if you want to say to keep your girlfriend safe, you're going to have to help me kind of deal.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. That, That'd be interesting, although I'd be perfectly happy with him. Now, I don't remember. Was he mentally challenged
1: in the comics he's as well? Kind, he's kind of just overall – yeah, he's mentally challenged. He's not like – Well, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know in the series – yeah,
2: I know in Daredevil, the series, he's – but I couldn't remember him from the comic books whether he was mentally
1: he's, challenged. He's comic, yeah, he's kind of mentally challenged in the comics too. Okay, Like he's just kind of thrown in the path of people.
2: Okay. Hmm. So yeah, he could potentially still become gladiator, I suppose.
0: Well, I do know Turk, Turk is coming back in, in Luke Cage. Oh,
1: sweet. All right. He's probably just gonna be like the butt of the joke and keep getting his ass handed to him. (laughs)
2: Probably. that's, yeah. I'd like, Hey, I'd appreciate that. He could be like the scarecrow from the dark Knight trilogy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, that, that made me angry, but (laughs) let's, we don't need to rehash that. Uh, Okay, yeah, some lesser-known characters would have been cool, but maybe, I mean, there's still a lot to explore, so that could happen. Uh, yeah, and I mean, there was yeah. so much going on. Uh, before we kind of talk about the, f- uh, well, okay, there's a few things I want to get to, but okay, Punisher, before he leaves the series, essentially, uh, he, he comes and provides a one-shot one, one shot help for, for Matt and then takes off into the night, apparently. Yep. Uh yep.
2: Totally useless.
0: I did I did kind of <laughs> want him to say a la his role on, on Walking Dead. You can't save him all, Rick. I wanted him to say, you can't oh, save them all, Red. Oh, yeah. Uh, just just open for that it. <laughs> uh, no, but he burns down his family house, but he takes a CD labeled Micro. Yeah. Any ideas? Uh, that's, I,
1: well, my assumption
0: is if they go
1: the route of giving him his own series, which more than likely is going to happen now, Oh they're yeah. gonna bring in a character called Microchip.
0: Uh mm-hmm.
1: so it might be like geared for him.
0: Is that like a sidekick mm-hmm. so or, that's or a villain? Like called
1: him. Is that a villain? Uh no, he's like he's um Microchip is like in the comics, he kinda is like the right hand man.
0: That's what uh, I thought. Isn't he in like, Isn't he in Warzone? The movie? Uh yeah, he's
1: in War yeah, what's his name? From Seinfeld Newman. Newman, yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Well, (laughs) oh, the other thing, man, I want to see that Punisher TV series like tomorrow if they're going (laughs) to make it. The the violence in this season was so upped compared to last season, too.
0: Yeah, they amped it it up.
2: Oh, man. I was thinking about that prison scene just now because we were talking about the Punisher. Mm-hmm. The scene when Wilson Fisk locks him in the cell block with all the other inmates and just expects him to die.
0: Yeah. Then he just does not And
2: then he just <laughs> kills every one of them. I was like, oh, my God. This scene is nuts.
0: Yeah. And I mean the violence was upped you know, from season one of Daredevil to Jessica Jones and then now to season two of Daredevil. That it just kind of has an upscale – as it went along. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't expect to see the, the sexual content that we saw in Jessica Jones, even though there was the one weird sex scene that was like, very, very very 80s, like (laughs) just we're going to have sex in this boxing ring.
2: Yep. That was a little weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I didn't expect we'd see much of that in this.
2: Right. But uh, man, just again, this series has like, I want to call it a television show, but that's not quite right just because it is Netflix. But man, just the best action sequences on television, that staircase fight we were talking about earlier was Mm -hmm. just
1: awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it took like about like, it took like, I think, three days to get it together. Hmm. And then like took two weeks to shoot or something like that. Yep, that would
0: make sense. Uh, I was just looking at John Bernthal's Wikipedia. Uh-huh. He is actually going to be the voice of Trigon in the Justice League versus Teen Titans movie. Huh, really? Cool. I didn't know that. So that's that's. I didn't cool. know that either. That's pretty cool. cool. And <laughs> and he married Kurt Angle, a professional wrestler. Uh, he married his his niece, <laughs> Aaron Angle. I didn't know that either, but that's for the wrestling huh. fans out there. Anyway, cool. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you, you think it's a foregone conclusion that the Punisher will get his own Netflix series? Uh, yeah. I
2: yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure, and we've heard it going around the rumor. mill. It hasn't been officially confirmed yet, but there was a news story about it not that long ago. I feel like that it was like in the works or something like you, you know one of those rumor mill articles, but um yeah they yeah, said they were going to
0: can that was when they were saying well iron cage is canceled and we're doing uh iron cage iron fist is canceled and we're doing punisher instead
2: yeah, yeah i still think it'll happen i and just i think punisher is more suited to that environment uh than
0: perhaps a movie well i know uh, i mean why wouldn't he but Burnthaw said he's i think that – no i i saw something let me find it uh, keep talking. Yes. That
2: Bernthal would be like up to be in the event uh, in a no actual no
0: films no. or up
2: to do a series.
0: Well, that of course, but that he has got a contract. Oh okay. Uh, oh, they, that's a contract to do a specific amount of episodes or something. A specific amount of shows, and I think a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me find see, it.
2: Here's the. <laughs> I I actually tweeted this the other day and I – maybe I'm the only one that feels this way. But if if Marvel wasn't so insistent on their it's all connected branding, Mm -hmm. I would never believe in a million years that Daredevil and Jessica Jones took place in the same universe as the Avengers. They're just so drastically – tonally, just everything about them to me is so different. And I think I've said this on here before that, and I, I just thought of it again this season watching Daredevil that I'm like, Daredevil and Punisher and all these characters you could not put them up on, I would not buy it for a second if you put them up on the screen with Captain America and Thor and Iron Man, <laughs>
1: like I just I, wouldn't. I've, I've kind of been, I've kind of talked about it, I don't think I've talked about it here, but I know I've talked about it to someone that I kind of see the Netflix series as the Marvel Max um, line, yeah. which is basically, yeah, it's basically, well, Marvel, it does take, Marvel it's, Max and take, Marvel, Marvel Knights too. Yeah. Marvel Knights. So like either one of those, like I see like they are part of the same universe, right. but they just kind of take a darker turn where they probably won't cross paths with the guys that you see on the big screens. Yeah, but they are part of like the darker side of the universe because Marvel really wants to listen, not everything has a happy ending,
2: right? And I mean, I know they are just because you know they are all put out by Marvel Studios and they talk about Iron Man and Thor, and the but just if you took those elements out. And Marvel didn't say, "Oh, by the way, these have something to do with the movies." Like <laughs> they just are so different that I would not believe they had anything to do with the movies.
0: See, I'm not. I kind of <coughs> ended season one of Daredevil thinking I want to see him standing alongside like Tony Stark or Black Widow or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of wanted that to happen. I don't think it. I, I think it will, but the only way it's going to is because. Um, <laughs> The Infinity thing is going to have everybody, I think.
1: You think so? It's, from what I understand, it's going to have a huge cast. The rumor was yeah.
0: that the, the, the Russo brothers said like 62 people, 62 uh, characters. Yeah, but they later... I think that'll get out. Right, they later yeah. said that that was an exaggeration. Yeah. That yeah. he was just saying, we're going to have I, a million. I
1: think they If... I, there's been, like, a thing going around where Jeremy Renner has mentioned that he'd be down if they did a Netflix series on Hawkeye. I saw that one recently, and too, yeah. If if they do decide they go that route, it kind of gives more of a connection between the two universes. But I kind of have to go with Matt on the idea that if Hawkeye gets his own darker... Uh, Netflix series, it's going to kind of throw me out of it because, yeah, you have the darker side of Marvel and you have the lighter side, but then you try to switch it out, like try to bring one into the other and it doesn't exactly work. And the only way I can really see this really working if they have all the Infinity guy it, with the Infinity Wars and stuff is they do like sort of what they do with their main things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is... Like they do like crossover episodes or like mini crossovers where like whatever's happening has a co has like an episode or two involved in like a Netflix show where you don't have to watch the movies to know what's happening, but it's like they're gonna connect everything in random stuff. That could work. Yeah.
2: Did you ever find what you were looking for, Dave, about John Bernthal?
0: No, it was a tweet I saw while I was at work, and I just kind of flipped through it, you know, because I'm not technically supposed to be on my phone at work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, I just – I think it was that he was contracted for three shows and possibly a movie. I mean, they, they do those blanket things, you know. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, look at the cast of Fantastic Four. I'm sure they were roped in <laughs> for at least three of them.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, there was a sequel on the schedule
0: before the movie came out. Then it got kicked off.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then it got kicked off. So, I mean, they got paid. They don't care, but
0: yeah. So, I, you know, I, it doesn't matter. He's. This isn't the last time we're going to see John burnthal as a Punisher. I. There's no, no. There's no way that that would be it. No,
2: especially since you said, like you said, they left at the end of the episode. They left you wanting to know where he was going. He he had a clue in his hand that his story wasn't over. So, yeah, he'll be back. And I have a feeling it'll be his own series.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And I think I totally agree that it it falls in line that these are the characters that would get like their own Marvel (laughs) Knights style TV show. Yeah, and that seems to be, or Marvel Max, it seems to be what they're doing.
2: And I yeah. think they'll have more characters too. But I mean, not until probably after Defenders, I would say. But I think there will be a Punisher series. Although I don't, I still don't even think they know when Defenders is supposed to be.
1: Uh, like now, right now, from what I understand they're still just working on getting everyone together. So yeah. I think once they introduce all the characters, like once once they have the Iron Fist series, then they'll probably start thinking about when they're all going to cross over together. Yeah, and, so
0: it'll be a while. And what what the yeah. what they would fight like? I mean, what brings them together? Type the of thing. I It's gonna be the hand.
1: <laughs> Shadowland. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Shadow. Okay.
2: Yeah, I just I have they. I think the end of this series kind of had the feeling of um. What they used to do back in the day, where they went, you know, at the end of a book, it would say, to read the rest of this story, see, you know, mm. see Luke Cage number whatever, and that kind of deal. So, I, yeah, I would, I would put money on the thing that the, the defenders fight, especially since they went really mystical in Daredevil this season and they'll go really mystical with Iron Fist.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'd have to guess that what we saw this season in daredevil will have something to do with iron fist. And then all of that will have to end up doing uh, something to do with the defenders.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I totally thought Kieran was going to die this year.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I was on the fence. I was kind of like, there was a couple episodes where I'm like, she's going to get shot. But, or I was kind of thinking that uh, there was going to be, like, a PTSD kind of thing with the Punisher and, like, mm. he just kills her for, yeah. like, going to his house. Right. As much, I,
2: I would be perfectly happy if she did die, not because I don't like Karen, but because I don't like when you think your main characters are safe. You know what I mean? It's yeah.
0: that feeling. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I... I'm not by nature a ship fan uh, by any means when I watch a show, but like, you know, Oliver and Felicity gets on my nerves and Karen Mm -hmm. and Murdoch, that gets on my nerves. I don't know (laughs) why. Like, I I don't understand. Like, maybe I just don't want Matt to be blissfully happy. Like I liked him with Elektra because there's, Mm -hmm. there's a bit of like pain and, and, and like, it's not going to work type of thing. Yeah. Uh, with with, uh, like, with with Karen, it's like all happiness and I don't need to be Daredevil anymore type of thing. You
2: that know? was the thing. It, yeah, no, there was – but see, uh, there was no I don't have to be Daredevil. Right. In fact, his whole relationship suffered because he still felt he had to be Daredevil, which is why he went to Elektra because she understood that that was his life and so that was kind of the – The tragedy, I think, of the Karen relationship was he didn't feel like he could, well, until the last episode, again, back to that (laughs) last episode, he felt like he couldn't tell her that he was Daredevil because she wouldn't understand and he goes, Electro will understand and that's, yeah, so that's what I think happened there was he just, not that he was happy. I mean he was happy but I think that was like a – fake kind of happy almost where he just kind of felt like that maybe was what he was supposed to have and mm-hmm. it didn't
0: work out. So. All right. So the season ends. Foggy is going to work for Jerry Hagarth Hogarth, Hagarth's, Hogarth's mm-hmm. firm. Hogarth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Karen is working for the newspaper. News reporter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but then. Uh, the hand recovers Electra's dead body or quote unquote dead body mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Matt reveals to Karen that he is Daredevil mm-hmm. so where does season three go uh,
2: I guess I mean, that will depend on what happens in the meantime
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it,
1: I mean I'm still betting money that it's gonna be it, it's strongly gonna involve the hand it's probably also gonna involve Madam Gau. uh uh, but I think it's strongly going to be, like, the beginning of, like, a sh- some sort of Shadowland uh, kind of concept where, like, Daredevil's going to find out Electra's alive and, like, maybe strike a deal to take her place to save her kind of deal. Hmm. I'm be. not 100% sure <laughs> if that's how it will
0: go. Well, we do know one thing. It's going to be back. I mean, they don't have a season three in the books yet, but I don't see it not happening. And, no. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's about as as likely as a Punisher appearance in anything in the future. I wish that right. he could be in Civil War <laughs> so badly. But, the Punisher? Uh, yeah. Really? Well, just based I, on what I happened I in the book. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that would that would have to have Spider Man play a bigger role too, and that's not gonna happen. I don't think so, no. <laughs> not in that fashion. Yeah. <laughs> no. So alright, so great grade the season. Season one gets a, a what? Uh you can do A's, one out of ten, whatever you want.
2: Hmm.
0: I give I give the first season an A. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah.
0: Alright, that's unanimous an A. Now season two. Did it meet? or? I
1: give
0: it. I give it an A minus,
1: mainly for the electro bit.
0: <laughs> All right. I think Matt's gonna be a little, but, little more stern.
2: No, I don't know if I am. though. like, yeah, I, it's it's hard to tell. Like, they, they're both equally. Like, they both had things I, – I mean, I don't think either one of them was like 100% perfect. Nothing is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I'd give season two an A as well. Like, I think they both started really strong. I think they both got a little bit slow in the middle. And I think they both, you know, had a decent ending. I don't – maybe an A. No, maybe an A-. minus. That last episode really did take me off. <laughs> Yes. And right. I really didn't. And I really didn't like not liking. Like I really didn't like that they tried really hard to make me mad and not like Matt. Like that took yeah. me off a little bit too. So, yeah, a minus. Like it was not bad. I just had you know those couple
0: issues with it. Mm-hmm. Because of everything with the Punisher, I give it an A plus. Wow. I I yeah. really enjoyed. Everything with the Punisher, everything fighting Daredevil with the Punisher, uh, the stuff even with Karen, I enjoyed with him mm-hmm. and the, the him in, in prison facing off with Fisk, you know, pretend you know doing what he wants him to do, but only to an, a certain extent. Yeah. And then, yeah, but you're coming back at the end, the the, the final shot and then just disappearing, I guess, uh, was a little hokey. But mm-hmm. the the tease of more Punisher I don't know. I, throughout the season, he was the best part, I think. So, yeah, I'll say A+, because it was the Punisher and not Daredevil. <laughs> uh, I I just enjoyed it, and I don't want to be down on, on too much of anything lately.
2: Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I yeah. don't have any reason to be down on it at all.
0: Yeah, right. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, it's going to have its ups and downs. Not every episode is going to be, like, episode three. Like, you can't, right, you right. can't expect that yeah. every time, but... <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh all right, so we all enjoyed it. And then you can actually see uh Justin's well written review on atomic dot com. That is up there if you want to go and read that. He goes into far more detail than you know, with his opinions than he did tonight, because we all shared. <coughs> mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, up next is Luke Cage in October, I wanna say. Yes. So we'll do this again then. <laughs>
2: I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sort of looking forward. I I don't know how I feel about Luke Cage just yet. Like I'm looking forward to it, but mm-hmm. I don't. There's know. not so much you can do with
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have a guy who has impenetrable skin. They'll I'll ha- I'll
2: have to see more previews of what they come up with for like the actual story itself, but. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, obviously, because I really enjoyed Daredevil and uh, I didn't like Jessica Jones, but (laughs) um, no, Luke Cage. Yeah, bring it on. I'm I'm interested. Like I said, I'm interested mostly to see what kind of storyline they come up with for him, just based on the fact that he isn't really a character that has a lot of, I mean, based on what I know anyway, he doesn't seem like a character that has a lot of uh story to work with Mm so
0: yeah it'll be interesting it's a you know it's one of those lesser like it's it's a big character to a lot of people but to the mainstream audience not a big character as far as Mm -hmm. knowledge knowledge base
2: yeah
0: uh we can preview it and it's actually september 30th is when all the episodes will be released uh close to october yeah right pretty much october well to fit it in in all of our spooky halloween type episodes for october
2: I uh, don't worry if it comes up in uh if it comes up on September 30th, I'll be done it in time to still watch all my horror movies. Right.
0: Uh yeah. so yeah, just to preview it real quick, Mike Coulter returns as Luke Cage from Jessica Jones. And let's see. He was really
2: good. Like I didn't like Jessica Jones as a show, but I liked him. <laughs> like he was
0: good. Uh Ma Ali is going to play Cottonmouth Stokes. Uh, Alfre Woodard is Mariah Dillard Uh, She's a politician it looks like And then Simone Mystic is Misty Knight Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy Is going to be Shades I'm looking forward to that Uh, Yes uh, Frank Wally Whaley is Raphael Scarf It's a partner of Misty Knight She's a cop Mm -hmm. Um, Sonia Braga is playing Claire Temple's Mother Huh. And so then, of course, Claire Temple was back. Rosario Dawson. Uh, (gasps) Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's a love interest probably for the season. For me. And for you. (laughs) Uh, And then Rob Morgan as Turk is coming back. (coughs) And then I'm sure
1: there'll be some. I just want to see. I just I just would love it. if, Like like Matt and I have this running joke that in like all the Marvel movies, like in the movies, there's just this really shitty like very horrible like D-list villain and I kind of hope that it just gets like it's the crap beat out of him like every single time he just Mysterio. comes on Mysterio! Yeah, Mysterio is the one we go with. Uh, so I kind of I kind of hope they just make it a running joke that Turk's like running drugs or guns and, and he just like gets the crap kicked out of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. Uh yeah, all right, so I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. No, I don't even need- uh no, I'm good. Okay. Um I suppose we could do this. Uh yes, Audible is a thing. It sure is. <laughs> this this podcast is brought to you by audible dot com. You can get a free audiobook download and a thirty day free trial at audible dot com slash atomic geekdom. Mm-hmm. Tons of stuff to choose from. Just head over there and you can get your – for your first book on us. I use Audible all the time. I love it. What did you give – I saw you post something about you gave up on a book. What book did you give up on?
2: Oh, that wasn't from Audible. That was uh, – no, that was Blackwood Farm by Anne Rice. But that wasn't an Audible book. Right now I'm listening to Warbound by Larry Correa. It's the uh, it's the, actually the second time I've listened to it. It's the third book in the Grim Noir trilogy. It's uh, takes place in an alternate version of America where somewhere uh, around the time of I want to say the Civil War, people get magical powers. But uh, the entire book series actually takes place around the time that World War Two would have happened if they didn't execute Adolf Hitler. Okay, and. Um, It's really good. I recommend it to everybody. It's called the Grim Noir Trilogy. The first book is called Hard Magic, and uh, it's a really good series, actually.
0: Nice. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, AudibleChild.com. There's Tom and Keekdom. Get that first book and listen to it on your way to work while you work out, whatever you decide. I'm not going to choose for you when you listen to this stuff. Uh, Head over to to AtomicGeekdom.com, where you'll find, like I said, Justin's review of Daredevil Season 2. My review of 10 Cloverfield Lane is also up. Also, two red carpet events at PaleyFest, one for Fear the Walking Dead and one for Better Call Saul that Jenny was able to attend and get some cool audio clips from the cast and creators and some cool pictures as well. She's, like, right there. They were right in front of her. It's pretty incredible. Yep,
1: That's sick.
0: Um, and by the time this comes out, uh, no, later this weekend, I will have my review of Batman V Superman Dawn of Justice. And next Tuesday, uh, the three of us and maybe one more guest will sit down and give our reaction to the movie that has sparked such vitri- vitriolic rage on the internet. Oh, let's <laughs> not talk about that. <laughs> and as we record this, one of the three of us has seen it. The other two are anticipating it <laughs> uh so yeah we'll we'll get together we'll talk about it hopefully happily uh but we won't hold back we you know we're gonna tell you how we feel uh whether we liked it or what we didn't like you know, we hated it if they ruined our childhoods we'll 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 cry you
2: ruined my childhood
0: girl. <laughs> 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 So you have that to look forward to in our next podcast. And yeah. And then two broke geeks, you guys, what's your latest podcast?
2: Uh, Well, we might
1: be doing Friday. Well, we do. I think we're going to do on Friday.
2: Yeah. One is one will be out by the end of this weekend. So I don't know what, I guess our most recent one was the one where we left and went to play pinball instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right, there you go. Two Broke Geeks, you can find them on AtomicGeeks.com and on iTunes. So go subscribe. and while you
2: are on Stitcher now too. I got to double yeah. check. I applied for us to be on Stitcher and then literally never heard anything about it again. So hmm. Weird. Yeah.
0: All right. So yeah, look, look I- for
2: us on Stitcher. If we're not there, please let me know on Twitter at 2BGPod. I'll try to get us on there again.
0: Or you can find them and us on the Satchel Player, which is an app you can get for Android or iOS. If you don't like the Apple version of the Podcast Catcher. Right. Oh, that's right. There is the Satchel now. I forgot all about that. Satchel is made by uh, our friends over at the Flash TV Talk Podcast and Panel to Screen. And those are good guys, so you can support them by downloading that app. And, and then you know go to iTunes real quick and leave a review for us and for the two Broke Geeks, because we'd really appreciate it totally because we're attention
2: whores
0: yeah. yep no, no we're not but yeah. we are what Wait, <laughs> uh, we are on twitter at atomic kingdom you guys are at 2bg pod if you need to get a hold of us for any reason something that you want us to watch and review or guess that you'd like to suggest to us or that you know that would want to be on our show info at atomic com. and uh, you know if they don't want to be on atomic kingdom they could be on two Broke geeks that's cool too and yep. we'll talk to them about anything and everything. You can find Atomic Geekdom on Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Plus. Uh, we are on Stitcher as well, and on iTunes, like I said. And that is all I have for the business portion of this podcast. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me to talk all things The Man Without Fear.
1: No problem. Uh, thank you. It was Awesome.
0: And uh, yeah, all right, guys. We'll see you in a couple of days to talk about the daughter of justice. Woo! Oh, dude! Yay! All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya.